Hello and welcome along to another edition of the Profit Podcast. We hope you've had a good Christmas and New Year. I'm your host Paul Campy and we're both here today to do another episode that's going to help you into the new year, help you make the best of 2023 and we were just talking before we hit record that this has almost by accident started to form a nice little mini-series because last episode Matt talked you through how to look ahead to 2023 and set some real good vision targets goals that you can start to get after an attack and today's episode is going to be all about setting yourself up for success so how you start to really move towards those goals in a positive way and then i know you've got one planned afterwards haven't you paul that's all about maintaining momentum and keeping that going so that you don't end up like everyone else and just drop everything in february yeah, so you could probably call this mini-series like how not to balls up your goals in 2023. The next few episodes of this one and the next one after this are going to be about don't just set the targets, really get after them and make this a good year for yourselves. The Podcast. Let's crack on with some of the, the ideas and the thoughts around how you really set up success in 2023. First one up, you've already set your goals at this point. You've already sat down, gone through the vision, gone through the targets. If you listened to Matt's last episode, if you've not, go back and listen to it, first of all, and we will refer to it. But go back and listen to that episode and really decide what it is that you want to get out of 2023 and listen to the steps that Matt goes through. But the first one we want to talk about today is then setting up some principles of success. If you've never heard that term before, what we mean by that is principles are, are ideas and things you're going to live by. So they're similar to values in that respect. What are, are your principles of success? What things define success for you? So I think I've given a decent explanation there, but maybe give them some examples of things in that area, Matt. Yeah, I, th- I think it's about um, making sure, well, I think this has changed over the years. If, if we bring this idea right up today, I think for a lot of the listeners, it's about making sure that your version of success isn't just a culmination of what you're seeing everyone else do. And watching yeah. from afar, I think more than ever, it's about sort of taking yourself to one side and going like, what's important to me in terms of success? What would I deem successful? Um, and you might not, you might not always have the clearest of answers for that yet, especially if you're a bit younger and a bit newer and you're still being sort of pulled in all directions by shiny objects. We've all been there. But I yeah. think it's about just really getting clear on what are the what are the sort of small set of things that define success for me, not just business-wise, but sort of wider and broader than that. What would What would need to be happening in my personal life? What would need to be happening in my career, what would need to be happening with my my own development and my own ability to help more people, things like that. So I think it's I think that's a, a, a simple way of thinking about it. Um and then yeah. sort of come up with those things. Like you said, it's almost like a list of values, but just a slightly different twist on that. Yeah. So I I wrote down in the notes to maybe come up with five to ten for yourselves, anybody who's listening, come up with five to ten. And it could be things like so some of mine is an example I like have an attitude of having a go. 
that's one of my principles. So I always want to be in that mindset and that state that I'll have a go at something, even if I'm not a hundred percent sure I can, I can do it. I'll attack it and I'll have a go. Um, good relationships is another one of mine, like making sure I've got good contact with the people that I care about in my life. And that never is compromised by something I'm, I'm going after in terms of a goal or a target or a, or whatever you call it. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it's looking at what makes you successful on a day to day basis, really trying to find that. What would it look like when you're living successfully and come up with five to 10 principles that you want to live your life with day to day that mean you'll be happy as well as pursuing a goal? Yep. Nice and simple. And I like the one you use there, Paul, about keeping in contact with people because that's like a great example of one that a lot of people wouldn't think of. But if you took that away, your happiness would be impacted, even if everything else was going really well. Yeah. And it's quite a common one as well, isn't it? If someone does pursue something like a business goal or a financial target, they'll yep. turn around six months later and find they haven't spoken to their friends in six months or their partner in six months, or they haven't seen their kids much in six months. So make sure that those ones are all in balance. Um, so yeah, setting up some principles to live by, I think is a key step. The next one is something maybe people wouldn't think of is who's in your network. And, um, what we mean by this is quite often we overlook it. I think that who are the experts in your network who you want to build relationships with or who's on your fringe of your network who you can start to build a relationship with because you know success is never a solo thing it's never ever a solo thing even if you do achieve some level of success on your own you turn around to celebrate and there's nobody there it's quite a hollow feeling it's always you know multiplied 10 times over if there's people to celebrate with so start building your network that's the next thing i would say on your list yeah, and that links that that links in nicely with one of the things I brought up in that last episode where I talked about skill acquisition. I think this links in yeah. nicely with that is what are the expertise that you might want to either acquire yourself or bring into your world. So whether that's just someone that you use as a sounding board, someone that helps you come up with ideas, someone that helps you stress test ideas, or whether it's someone that you actually learn from and acquire those same skills so that you can do them yourself. I think yeah. that links in really nicely with that. It's not just about, because again, the way I spoke about it in the last episode was on the what course could you do? What mentor could you hire, et cetera? But it might just be as simple as, as Paul said, who do you already know that can help you with these things? Who can, even if it's just for some accountability or something. Well, that's a really good point. And every time I've done this exercise with myself, when you sit down and really think about it, there's already a lot of people already there. Whereas we're, sometimes we do think of it as, oh, I've got to get a course, I've got to hire a mentor. And those are really valuable things as well. But who do you already know? There might be people who you can just, can I get you a coffee? Can we have lunch and I'll pay for it? Can we have a chat as friends and just go through a few bits and pieces? There might be people already in your network that you just you know, haven't really nurtured that relationship in a while and it's worth revisiting. Yep. I think that's a big one. So, yeah. Build the network up, do the principles, and then build the network up. The next one it might sound really sim simple to people, but mental and physical standards. So deciding for 2023, 
And, you know, this should just be a continuation of your usual things, but it's a good chance for a reminder. What are your mental and physical standards that you want to maintain while you're in pursuit of these targets, goals, visions, whatever you, you, you term them? So, yeah. And mental, obviously, is, is a much more prominent one now than it was three, four, five years ago. Looking after mental health in a good way, looking after physical health in a good way. So just come up with four or five things in each area that you really want to maintain your standards on. Yeah, I think a good way to think of this one um, is what what is your diet? <laughs> what, what's your diet looking like? And I don't mean your actual diet in terms of your food. Like, what are you consuming? Like, what are you surrounding yourself with? It, it links in nicely to what we're about to talk about next, but it, it sort of crosses both areas. Think about what you're surrounding yourself with. Um, yeah. What, you know, we're, we've all got those bits of downtime where we're doing other things. And that might be that you sat scrolling social media, you're on YouTube, you're watching stuff on television, you're reading things, whatever it is, whatever your things are. Like, what are those other bits that affect you that could impact how you think, how you feel? Um, or just down yep. to complete procrastination. <laughs> so <laughs> figure, figure out what your diet's looking like at a moment. Again, we're often very, very good on this from a physical side of things, but Paul highlighted the mental side of it as well, which I think again is very important. And um, we've got to we've got to make sure that everything else is uh, is set up for success around us in that sense. Yeah, I think the physical ones people can probably name more easily. Like if you ask someone what your physical standards day to day, they'd probably go seven hours of sleep, exercise for at least 45 minutes. Like they'll have that down. If yeah. you say, okay, what are your mental health standards? They'd be like, I don't know what you mean. Whereas it's what keeps your brain worked out, what keeps it at a high level of activity. And, you know, how are you going to maintain those standards? You mentioned scrolling through social media, which you might want to do, but you might want to limit it to 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Or you might want to just go on there to create rather than to consume. All these things really matter if you're going to, you know, really get after your goals with some good momentum. Those two areas, I would come up again with maybe three to five personal standards that you're going to maintain in those areas in mental health, physical health. Next one is what is a high performance environment for you? So as we sort of talk about there, it sort of bleeds into this a little bit. But this might be more like when when you're actually going about doing your work or being part of a team, creating, delivering stuff. Like I know I know there's a few people um, that that I work with closely who have recently changed their environment. They've, they've gone they've gone to work from an, a new environment because they felt that they'd gone as far as they could in the environment they were currently in. And it was then holding them back and they had a different vision now than they did when they started in that environment. And I think it's, again, just important to evaluate that. It's easy to become almost a bit of an automaton, isn't it? And just turn up and do what you do. And you might do it really well. That's, that's you know, it's not to say you're doing a bad job, but just do that little bit of an audit. Like what what does your environment look like? Who who are you surrounding yourself with? What's the physical environment? Um are there any changes that might need to be made there just to give you that little invigoration that you need to push on to the next level? Yeah, dead right. And it, you mentioned there, it's, it's the time to actually step back and go, right, what do I like about these environments and what really bugs me? 
<clears throat> and it's a bit like your house. So you can get used to things. You walk around your house day to day and you can't get used to that, you know, box out of place that's been there for six months. So the kids throwing their pajamas on the floor. I'm letting you in, giving an insight into my world now, like kids' pajamas and stuff and are not in the wash basket on the floor. And if you're not careful, you can really get used to certain environments that potentially aren't serving you. Um, other things like travel time as well. I know this is something you've massively cut down on in the last two or three years and have seen benefit from. Yep. But how much how much time do you spend traveling? Is that something you could rectify in the, in the new year? How much time do you spend in environments that you don't get the best out of you? And can you really switch that around a little bit? Which it sounds like some of your guys have done. So yeah, it's it's a good one to have a look at for sure. Yeah. And even when it comes to like your own training and stuff as well, like if you've trained in the same place for ages, do you need to go and change that environment, you not just a work environment? Do, do yeah. you need to get outdoors a bit more? We probably all do. You know, again, that's yeah. a change of environment. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. Is there more outdoor time needed? So there's there's all sorts of things you can look at with this, but it's a really it can have such a powerful impact as well. Just switching up the environment can get so much more out of you in terms of productivity and how you feel. The next bit I think is is one a lot of people struggle with, including myself, is letting shit go actually now starting to look at things that are there things that i need to let go and or and or delegate if you if you're lucky enough to have a team or you have people who work with you and for you then you know you might be able to delegate some of these things but you also might need to ditch some stuff which i think that's hard i think that's a hard thing I'm glad you brought this up in today's notes because I mentioned it in the last episode and I think it's the step that a lot of people will just, right. they'll skim over it. They'll go, that sounds nice. <laughs> and then just carry on. So yeah, I, like I, I talked about how when, when you saw, because a lot of what we've talked about here today could, could, could be almost construed as like more things that I need to go and do yeah. that I'm not currently doing. So I sort of asked the question, where are you going to create the space for that? Um, you need to look at what you're doing currently and see where you can switch out low value time for higher value time. And I don't mean low value in terms of it's not important, but maybe it's not important that you do it. Maybe yeah. you you could spend that hour or that two hours doing something that would have a much larger return on investment, not just necessarily in terms of revenue or something, but in terms of the way you feel, the way your life is impacted. Um, and you've really got to make some of those decisions and then as we talked about earlier maybe turn to your network or or turn to people where you can acquire those skills or those people on the 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 place to delegate those things some things might even be capable of being done via software instead these days so yeah i do think that's a really important step paul because we we can just get get into this trap of just I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to do more. And it's yep. where, where's it fitting? You, you're going to impact some of the things we've talked about earlier about mental health and physical health and stuff. If you just keep trying to do more and more. Yeah. There's, there's two things I want to mention just listening to you talking. I think there's some really good things in there. There's two things I want to mention. I think in this area are important. One, I think you need, sometimes you need outside help with this. I think you need perspective. Um, I had a conversation with a coach who works with me recently, uh, uh, as in coaching me, 
and asked me that question, what do you need to let go? And I just thinking back there when you were talking, I was like, my, my answer was interesting. I went, nothing. That was my initial answer. And then, then I thought about it and then I went, actually, yeah. And you go, I think you do need, sometimes need a bit of help with this because it's hard to see it. Um, and then with the software side, I think sometimes you don't know what you don't know as well. You think that's the only way to do it. Whereas there might be another option that you just can't see right now. Um, and I had a, an application that I was made aware of recently by a, another person, a colleague in the industry, and I didn't even know it existed. And it's, you know, that saved me half an hour, an hour a week just by implementing this thing that I didn't even know you could do through a piece of software. And he went, no, no, do it like that. Use this app. I was like, oh, that's great. Like, so <laughs> don't, don't think that you're stuck. I think that's really important. Get some help, get some perspective, and you never know. You don't know what you don't know. What There could be something out there that can really help. Yeah. And sometimes you find these answers in weird places as well. Like, let's let's just take a really obvious example. Like, as PTs, we all need to do programming at some point. It's unavoidable. You need to do it. Yeah. And you're going to need to set some time aside for that. Now, the better you are at programming, the quicker that process becomes, the easier it is. So it, it might be it might be that if you've got an area that you can get rid of, you can delegate it, it can be automated. Maybe that's an area to look at in terms of when we've talked about skill acquisition and stuff. Maybe you just need to upskill in that area or get a bit more practice. Because yeah. if it's taking you three, four hours to do something and you really feel that it should be taking you less than that, probably just a, a bit of a skill issue that you can upgrade. And that'd be yeah. a great place to start. It's not just about getting better at programming. It's about saving yourself some time as well. Absolutely. And then that comes back to your network. Who do you know that can help you upskill or where can you get that extra help? Yeah, I think that's yeah. really good. What frameworks can that person teach you about how to do that thing as well? It's not always about the nitty gritty of how to choose the exercises. It's like, how do I think about the whole thing and how does that help me? And Mod modeling their behaviors, how do they do it? Like, how do they do it so quickly and so efficiently? Yeah, definitely. So I think you, you've got to open yourself up to this as well. I think this is a lesson for people is, you know, we talked about building networks, getting support, having perspective. And I think that's a vulnerable thing. I think that's something that people kind of struggle with to go, I'm a, I'm a solo entrepreneur. I can do it by myself. That's the wrong attitude. Like the attitude is to go, I'm dumb in some ways. I need support and that's okay. So, yeah. you know, make sure you do do that networking step. It's really important. Yeah, it is. It is. You mentioned there as well, Paul, just to highlight, because I hope people picked up on that. Paul mentioned using a coach. Um, yeah. I I used one earlier this year for something I was sort of stuck with or working on. And there was a couple of bits where I was sat in this this exact chair that I'm sat in now. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I've never felt so stupid in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right i've been doing this a long time now and some of the things he was asking me about and some of the things he was pulling me up on and i'm like oh, oh um, <laughs> no yeah and that's but that's a good feeling it's not a good feeling in the moment but when you reflect on it later on that day you'll be like ah oh, that's great like you need it sometimes you need that bringing back down to earth and humbling to go right i can move forward again now and the other little un unidentified benefit of doing that um, is that I can guarantee, Paul, that when when you got that coach, it, it cost you a, a fair amount of money. I know mine did. It cost cost a good chunk of change. I think if you're charging people for a service and you're asking people to pay a lot of money for you, you need to know what that feels like. 
you need to get experience of doing that yourself with other people um especially yep. at price points higher than what you charge like get comfortable being uncomfortable without laying for things like that and seeing the benefits of it it'll make it easier for you to charge what you charge and charge more and improve because you'll see what a higher level service looks like as well yeah absolutely yeah continual investment that should be on your list for 2023 as well whatever you're doing to invest in yourself And then we got one more big step today that we'll we'll chat around is if you've set targets for and I'm you know I'm sure we've covered this a million times but if you've set goals for twelve months chunking them down into ninety days thirty days what am I going to do this week just to make it more manageable and um, a bit more clear um, and simple you know you've got to make these things simple otherwise you won't do anything. Yeah, I'm a big believer in doing these like quarterly reviews and stuff. It's something that I make everyone do that I work with. We do it as a as a group, as a team, because I think that it, it really does help and it's easy to miss. Um breaking down your goals, but then also just breaking down how you how you feel within those chunks of time as well, like reviewing what your what your life's looking like at that point. What are your habits looking like as well? Are there any things that you were hoping to get started that you haven't? Um mm-hmm. I think as well, if you break it down into those smaller chunks, it helps you get clear on what might be holding you back. So I will often say to to my guys, if there's something they've not done, that's fine. We need to look at, was it the right thing to be going after in the first place? Because it might not have been. That might be something that we don't often talk about. Or it might be that you've just not addressed the thing stopping you do the new thing, which might yeah. be, I need to free up the time for that. I need to delt. So the problem isn't what you think it is. It's that there's something else in there that needs taken care of first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's it. You're reviewing your targets, but you're also reviewing all the things we've just been through. Am I living? So good chance to review what we've just been through and, and kind of summarize the episode. So the first one was, are you living your life on your principles of success? And what are they? Have you defined them? So make sure you do that. Maybe five to 10 different principles that you really want to live by and then after 90 days that's a good chance to review it and see how you do it um who's in your network what's your network of experts and this doesn't just apply to business this is going to be for lots of different areas but who's there to support who's there to celebrate with you who's there to put an arm around you when you need it who's there to give you a slap around the face sometimes as well i think that's valuable yep um i I put did i put a side note on this like honesty, I think is important. You want people here who are going to be honest with care. I think that's really important. Not cheerleaders. I don't think you need cheerleaders. I think you need people who are going to genuinely say, "Look, you, you're not you're not doing what you said you were going to do here, or you're not living the way that you wanted to live." So you know, let's get after it. You need people who are really going to give you who are going to care about you and, and give you honest feedback. Then. Set maybe three to five mental standards, three to five physical standards that you are going to make sure you maintain to a high level. And if you're not, you take the time to get them back in check. Then your environment. What can you switch up within your environment? Is there things you need to change in terms of travel, where you work, who you work with, like your clothes? I know these little things sound simple, but the 1% is around, you know, do you need a new pair of trainers? Do you need... To smarten up your look, do you need, need some new kit that represents your brand a little bit better? Do you need you know, all these things really make a difference to your day-to-day enjoyment of what you're doing? 
and then that rubs off on people you're trying to serve. Uh, what can you ditch is the next one. What can you delegate? What can you let go? Probably quite a difficult step, that one. So again, just to remind you, you might need a bit of support, a bit of help, might be worth hiring a mentor. Um, and then finally, chunk it into 90 days, break it all down and review it regularly, which is, you know, people are probably sick of us hearing, <laughs> sick of hearing of us to do that. Make sure you're always taking the time to review performance and keep going back over those areas we've just talked about. Yeah, they're sick of hearing it, but they do a good job of it for everyone else and usually not themselves. So that's it. Yeah. <laughs> story of the life of a PT. Okay, that's short and sweet today, or fairly short and sweet. And like we said, this has accidentally become a bit of a mini-series. So we're going to continue with this 2023 success mini-series. And the next time I'll be doing a solo episode and I'll talk about how you keep momentum going. Now you've set up all these areas to keep checking in on. How you don't become just another person who set a January goal and failed in February and has just slipped back into old habits. So if that's you, the next episode is going to be for you. Take care, everyone. Have a good one and we'll catch you again soon. Your feedback and questions help us shape the future of this show. So if you enjoy the show and want it to continue, why not be part of its creation by giving us some help, support and ideas? If you've enjoyed the show so far or just this particular episode, then please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave us a rating and review. And as always, we want you to tune in next time. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we will catch you again very soon in our latest ProFit podcast episode. Take care and we will see you very shortly.